0: Welcome everybody to another episode of Shine in the Dark. I am your host John Ceno Evil here. Let's get right down to it. Starting with AW Rampage. John Moxley defeated Lee Moriarty after hitting him with elbows and making him pass out to a chokehold. Moxley went to help Moriarty up after but Shane Taylor knocked Moxley out as he kept attacking him as they set up their tag match for Collision with Clodo Castagnoli as well. Renee Piquette is backstage with Anna Jay and Angela Parker. As Parker says that he can't be out there with her with everything going on and asks of Jay if there is anything if she has anything to do with the Harley Cameron kissing him weeks ago. She smacks him and yells at him and says that for him to even think that uh, she is tired of defending him, and from now on, she is done with him. Kanosuke Takeshita defeated Christopher Daniels pretty quickly after hitting the running knee strike. Don Callis gets in the mic after and calls out Chris Jericho, saying that it's time to end this, and in two weeks on Dynamite in Phoenix, Arizona, Takeshita will face Jericho. Kyle Fletcher though cuts him off and says that Takeshita and Hobbs... <clears throat> both got their shots at jericho and he deserves a shot next so Callis says that it'll be first chris jericho versus fletcher and if jericho survives that he will then fight to cash the following week renee was backstage with private party and top flight setting up their match for next week as action Andretti called top flight his hydro homies and he'll be ringside as he was going for his hydration situation uh mark Quinn uh smartly smacked the bottle out of his hand um uh, i'm not sure how i feel about these uh hydro segments from andretti Anna Jay defeated Ruby Soho, Soraya and Harley Cameron get involved on the outside, but they get ejected, and with all this distraction, Jay was able to trap on the Queen Slayer for the submission, but not before telling Ruby that she didn't do it, talking about the Angelo-Ruby stuff. Ron Page rolls on. Eddie Kingston in the back told a- a- Brian Danielson good luck with Yuji Nagata. So since he's fighting, he's, he's going to put out a challenge to Willie Mack as well. And in the main event, in a freshly squeezed four-way to see who will face Orange Cassidy for an international title. On the next night on Collision, we have Commander, El Hijo de Fing- Kingo, Kip Sabian, and The Butcher. Uh, Sabian and Butcher work together at first before going after each other. But C- Commander gets a pin on Sabian after reversing into a hurricanrana to roll him up for the pin then Orange comes out after and faces off with Commander. We go to TNA Impact. Chris Bay defeated Kevin Knight after hitting the Art of Finesse in a pretty good matchup. The Grizzly Young Vets come out after and take out both Bay and Ace Austin, hitting Bay with Grit Your Teeth. We go to Frankie Kazarian who said people want him to explain his actions for attacking Eric Young and he says that next week he will explain it. Rich Swann though interrupts him to ask him what's going on so Kazarian tells him that he should follow his own lead and take his career in his own hands. AJ Francis then interrupts Swann and says that he knows Swan has an upcoming match on Explosion with Joe Henry and since he disrespected him and dj Woo Kid. he wants to be in swan's corner swan says that he's good we'll have more an explosion later on dirty dango and oleg prudius defeated enhancement talents dante king and damian drake dango pretty much let prudius do all the work and then tags in to get the easy win grizzly young vets are in the back and that they were never penned a hard to kill so they want their title shot santino morella cuts them in uh abc comes in and santino makes a best two out of three falls between abc and grizzly young vets and the first team to win two matches are the tag champions and this starts next week Jordan Grace defends the TNA Knockouts World Championship against Trinity who's invoking her rematch clause great match with a great ending sequence back and forth including Grace turning the starstruck submission right into a pin for the win Jay Vidal Savannah Evans and Giselle Shaw runs out and attack both of them as Shaw's ultimate X title shot is still lingering over the Knockouts Champion now this was obviously uh, aired a couple days before the Royal Rumble which had both Trinity now Naomi again and Jordan Grace I would love to see more work relationship between TNA and WWE who knows maybe a World's Collide show down the line I know Natalia has expressed interest why not just send her over to tna impact and have her fight jordan grace at one of these pay-per-views that are coming up there's no harm in that right josh alexander was in the back and talked about starting the tna era with Will osprey and wondered what was next before alan angels interrupts and asks john to be josh to be his first guest on his new talk show soundcheck originally alexander says no but angels is able to convince him to say yes nick nemeth making his tna wrestling debut in his first match ever out of the wb system against zachary wentz nemeth gets the win after hitting the danger zone the former zigzag trey miguel tried to attack Nemeth after but he takes him out and steve mackin comes out and attacks nemeth but before he can hit the kia nemeth turns it into the danger zone as nemeth has a list of enemies here already in tna we get this video for crazy steve who talks about not needing tommy dreamer's help or anybody's help and then rhino kind of interrupts him and says that he will teach steve a lesson we have a short video on the new TNA Knockouts Tag Team Champions, The Decay, who said that they're now showing a darker and meaner side. MK Ultra defeated Danny Luna and Jody Threat pretty easily, taking out Jody Threat with a double pile driver as Killer Kelly gets to pin, and then after to keep attacking uh, Luna with the same double pile driver. And in the main event, the Motor City Machine Guns and Kozichka Okada defeated the Systems Brian Myers, Moose, and Eddie Edwards as Okada's big triumph return to TNA. His first match here since 2011. Some nice spots here with Okada and Moose potentially setting up a future match. I'm not sure if that's possible. Who knows? But Okada. Has- the Raymaker on myers at the end followed by the shell shock from alice kelly to get the pen and right when you think the show is over we get a mustafa ali uh promo i guess he is coming soon to tna one of his like um presidential style promos that he's been doing in the indies so ali is everywhere tna explosion this is the return of explosion after being off the air since february of 2021 um So it looks like Before the Impact is a thing of the past, so now we have Explosions, which airs exclusively on TNA+, Plus before being added to YouTube just a couple days later. I'm not sure if this is going to be a weekly show, or kind of sporadic, but whenever it airs, don't worry, I will cover it here. Gia Miller and Tom Hannafin are on commentary, which I'm very happy about because I am a fan of Gia Miller when she was doing Before the Impact. And we have two matches here where Rhino defeated Shira after hitting a gore. They have this Don West, You Gotta Be Kidding Me trending topics of the week, which is a really cool thing to honor Don. Uh, Gia Miller has uh, her show called Around the Ring and her first guest is Ace Austin. And he talks about his biggest fear being paralyzed, English being his favorite subject in school, a monkey being his favorite animal, and he would love to have one as a pet, his favorite foods being donuts, ground turkey, and tacos, um, you know, this is a really cool segment here, and Miller and Austin are a real life couple, so there was obviously some cute chemistry between these two here. And you know what? I like something like this to kind of split up the wrestling a little bit, and I have no problem talking about it here. The other match we had here was Joe Henry versus Rich Swan, and Henry gets to win after hitting the stand-in ovation. Good matcher for these two. There was no AJ Francis, and there was no DJ Who Kid. We go to ROH on Honor Club. The Righteous defeated Kamaro Jackson and Anaya after hitting the Autumn Sunshine on, on Aria. As Vincent gets the pin, Arya actually had an ROH tryout match back in 2017. the Rose defeated Laney Luck very quickly after hitting the Beast Bomb. Zack Knight defeated Aaron Solo, Solo making his Honor Club debut in his first televised match since August of 2023 where he lost to Orange Cassidy on Rampage. Uh, he's lost here without QTV, unfortunately. The match went longer than I expected, but Knight continues his winning streak after hitting his rolling elbow for the pin. Cole Carter and Griff Garrison defeated the Spanish announced project. Maria caused a distraction at the end as Carter removed Serpentico's mask as Garrison hit the back of the head with a forearm for the pin and the win. Angelico tried to protect the identity of Serpentico, this elusive identity of Serpentico, but Carter and Garrison kept attacking him and stole his mask. Blake Christian and Willie Mack defeated the Outrunners. Christian and Mack very impressive as a tag team and made quick work with Mack hitting the frog splash for the win. Taya Valkyrie, Diamante, and Layla Gray defeated Lady Frost, Kira Hogan, and Trisha Dora. This is Layla's first time in on either AEW or ROH since September, but Diamante gets to pin on the door for the win. Rachel Ellering and Layla Hirsch were backstage. It says they, had, they were getting along so well uh, inside and outside of the ring, but when the ROH women's TV title situation was brought up, they seemed to have a little bit of dissension. Lee Johnson and the infantry defeated Iron Savages and Jack Jameson, with Johnson getting the pin on Jameson in pretty impressive fashion. Lee Johnson seems to bounce around from stable to stable as well, kind of like Aaron Solo. Can't really gain an identity, so hopefully something pops up for him, because he is actually a really good talent. Red Velvet defeated Heather Reckless, a very quick fashion here, hitting her finisher that she now calls the Mix to get the pin. <coughs> Lexi Nair catches Nala Rose in the back, throwing away all of Athena's gear and tries to stop her. Uh, Rose says that she uh, she uh is the minion overlord now, and Athena is never coming back. So she calls Lexi her minion and tells her to take over the camera and puts the cameraman through a table. Billy Starks defeated Tootie Lynn, who's making her Ring of Honor debut. She gets a great reaction here in her hometown of St. Louis, but Starks answered quick after hitting the swan dive. So I'm guessing we're going to get Starks and Nala Rose first before Athena makes her big comeback. Not sure. Ethan Page defeated Cody Lane, another quick match here, winning after hitting the Eagle's Edge. Lexi Nero was trying to get away with Jerry Lynn. Not sure about what exactly, but they immediately get interrupted by Dalton Castle who's literally trying to break down Johnny TV's door down. But Lynn stops him and says that he can't get suspended and he smacks him to get his act together. And then, this is kind of funny, Johnny TV comes out and says Castle can't get a match until he's TV ready and he does a split. But I guess once he does his split, there's like a cord attached to his leg and you see him just kind of get pulled away. Very comical here, like a cartoon. Uh, We do find out that Taya Valkyrie was the one pulling the cord here it was pretty funny abaddon making their ring of honor debut defeated robbie renegade after hitting the black dahlia as commentary picks abaddon to win the roh women's television title jack cartwheel defeated john cruz to get his first win in ring of honor after hitting the body controller for the pen it's like john cruz lost his mask or something i'm not sure what happened here action andretti defeated anthony henry andretti did his uh water chug in this match and it seemed to hulk him up a little little bit as he hits a split-legged moonsault to get the pen whatever something for him right we have a four-corner survival match here. Rocky Romero defeated Slim J, JD Drake, and Josh Woods. Crazy non-stop action here until the very end, where Romero hits Slim J with his Rocky Cutter to get the pin. And in the main event, a Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship Proven Ground match. Matt Taven and Mike Bennett of the Undisputed Kingdom defeated Gringo Loco and Gravity after hitting the Hail Mary on Gringo as Taven gets the pin. I also want to shout out and recommend Gringo Loco versus John Moxley from the Wrestling Revolver show. If you haven't checked it out, definitely do. And I am looking heavily forward to this Revolver versus House of Glory show that's coming up WrestleMania weekend. Women of Wrestling Superheroes, we have another round in the... WoW Trials championship tournament match here as the Brat Pack's BK Rhythm, Gigi Gianni, and their newest member, Little J Boogie. Uh, I guess she must have wowed them with her with her dancing skills. Defeated Chantilly Cella in spring break 24-7. Uh, Rhythm gets the pin on Cella after her and Gianni hit the showstopper slam. You know, the Brat Pack got something going on here. They kind of remind me of like the elements of hip-hop, right? You got uh, BK Rhythm being the rapper. You got Little J Boogie being the dancer. Uh, Gigi Gianni, I guess, is like the knowledge of hip-hop. So now you need like what? a DJ, right? And you need graffiti. Hey, Aaliyah Noof, I saw you in Toronto DJing in there. You got some skills. Why not go to women of wrestling and join the Brat Pack? Adriana Gambino defeated Goldie Collins after hitting the Chef's Kiss to continue her winning streak. Chainsaw defeated Fury pretty easily after hitting the Chainsaw Splash. And then Jesse Jones defeated the Americana by submission with the Disarmer after working on her arm the entire match. She didn't let go after this match as commentary was asking where Santana Garrett was. And we see that she's in the back getting attacked by Amber O'Neill. NWA Power, we have another retrospective. I think this is the last one as next week they'll be back on the CW or on the CW after the first time, I guess. Uh, we see moments from Aaron Stevens question mark and Ricky Starks uh, doing the self-defense seminar. I totally forgot Ricky Starks was in nwa for this much pretty empowered versus the hex as well as uh the former eli drake or la knight now versus ken anderson we even had wade barrett on commentary i totally forgot about that as well man they had ricky starks they had what sammy guevara wade barrett um any kingston at one point yeah NWA level up. Von Wagner defeated Keanu Carver with a Death Valley driver. The big Carver looked pretty impressive here. Uh, even sending Wagner flying with a pounce at one point is actually Carver's level up debut after just appearing one time in the NXT breakout tournament. Keanu James and Izzy Dame defeated J- uh, Kalani Jordan and Brimley Reese with James hitting Reese with a deal breaker for the pen and Raleigh Osborne defeated Luca Cristofino. This match was actually pretty good and Osborne hit a shooting star press for the pen. But the most important part of this is that Cristofino actually has some ring gear and actually looks really good now. On WWE main event, Chelsea Green defeated Gigi Jolin. Uh, When this match was first announced, it leaked on the internet uh, when this was taped that Thank God Samantha Irvin is back to doing her Chelsea Green, just like we love it. Uh, the crowd got behind Gigi a bit in this match, but Chelsea was able to stop her with the unprettier for the win. These two actually have a little bit of history having matches in MLW and Rise in the past. The other match here was Brutus Creed defeating Miles Bourne, getting his first singles win on the main roster after hitting the Brutus ball. That is it for me this week. You guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark.